Welcome to the Leap with Jabba, the podcast that bridges continents and connects stories. Join us as we dive into the vibrant world of international education, explore diverse cultures, and share the extraordinary journeys of students far from home. Whether you're dreaming of studying abroad or already embarking on this adventure through other means, Leap with Jabba is your companion in navigating the exciting, challenging, and transformative world of global education. Let's leap into today's episode. Welcome to this week's interview episode with a friend of mine, Tito. I have known Tito for quite a long time. We started out writing C programs in 1999, I believe, um, right after college. Well, not college, right after high school. And um, he's been a very good friend. So I interviewed him for this session because he recently graduated from Prairie View A&M and he's going to be talking about his experience. Um, he's going to also be outlining, you know, the steps he took to, you know, getting his new job. I want to ap- apologize in advance for some of the audio quirks, trying to still balance out this thing. So there might be some audio audio wonkiness towards the end i apologize in advance i welcome you to this episode and i hope you uh, enjoy listening to it as much as i enjoyed uh, doing it thank you very much enjoy yo hello tito how are you Oh, is that? Go ahead. Have you started? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm fine. Um, so what do you mean? Do I introduce myself first? Yeah, go ahead. You know, just, you know, tell us about yourself or your background. Yeah, just start with that and then we can move into what motivated you to pursue your studies in the U.S. Okay. So my name is Tito Anukuno. Um, I am, I just finished my master's in computer information systems. My bachelor's was in, in the, um, physics electronics. Uh, what year did you graduate? So my bachelor's, I graduated in 2007. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Then I had uh, a stint in industrial automation for nine years. That okay. Between 2012 and um 2019. Okay, so you worked in automation, what kind of automation? Other things you worked? industrial automation, so um, mainly SCADA um, applications, HMI PLC stuff. Um, most of the projects were like oil and gas. Oil and gas, the time, yeah. So um, did that. So before that, I I did some freelancing, then moved into automation, then did a bit of consulting for two years okay between 2019 and 2021 okay um before moving to the u.s for grad school in 2020 january 2022 okay so so i've known you for a while i've known you for close to what since we were 16 so what 24 years yeah 25 years and uh, i know i have tried a while to get to come to the US. Yes. <laughs> I tried for at least three years. So what exactly eventually changed your mind? Um well it's a combination of factors really. Okay. 
uh, first of all, this is probably my third attempt at the Masters, and I finally completed it. I'd actually done two that okay. I hadn't completed at the time. Okay, well, work. Why, why did you do that? Did, did so the first was in uh, Nam Dazika University. Was, oh, a Masters in Industrial Physics. Okay, the initial art. Okay. Uh, because work at the time was intense and frankly more fun than school. So, okay. Then I tried Open University. Yes, and I tried National Open University. Yeah. Is that what Masters in Information Technology? Did you start it? Yeah, I actually finished coursework. What was left was my project. And then what happened? Work. Work. Came okay. Away. And kind of like lost. So when I had, when I couldn't go back for like a year, two years, you can't like, you know, you kind of like lose uh, the, what I say, interest now or... Okay. Yeah, so but you know, so I just, so I always had that angry thing like, you have to actually go back to grad school at some point. Okay. That's one. Uh, two, um, well, I'd say um for better opportunities like you know um to test myself in a different country in a different system yes in a different industry because i was kind of like moving from the industrial um but you know software engineering commercial software engineering and stuff so okay yeah um i'll say those are like the two main motivations for you know so i didn't convince you eventually it wasn't me that convinced um well, your words are always at the back of my mind, so it was like, I think one word to endorse. Oh, well, you kept telling me, like, you know, you would actually fit in this place, as in, you would, this would be a good place for you. Um, you would actually be able to, you know, acclimatize and, you know, make a mark. And it was, you know, it was basically a good place for me to actually be in. Okay. Uh, yeah, but there was, there were, I had doubts. Um, I don't want to go into all of them. Yeah, <laughs> you had doubts. You you thought we had too many guns in our yeah. That was that was one of those guess issues. And well, you don't blame me because when you watch when you watch news media from outside the U.S. again, that's you get that feeling like you know <laughs> there are guns at every street corner. So you don't blame me. But fair enough. Uh, it's a different conversation for another yeah, yeah situation for another day. Okay, well. Um, yes. Well, yeah. Okay. So, how how instrumental was uh, the guidance and mentorship, you know, particularly in your choice, in your decision to study in the U.S.? Okay. So, um, I'd say mentorship on your part was played a very important role. First of all, um, with the options of schools to go to. Okay. Um, you know, you you helped me actually make a pick. Uh, How many schools did you apply to? I applied to two. Um, okay. um, Bridgewater A&M, and, and I can't actually remember the second one right now. Was it Texas A&M? Well, there was Texas A&M. It was in another state. I'm trying to remember. Colorado? It was somewhere up north. I can't remember. New York, Maine? Ah, I can't, I can't remember. Okay. Okay. I can't remember right now. But I applied to two um, schools. I got um, the admission from Prairie View. Okay. Um, I didn't get admission from the second school, though. I think my application was kind of like incomplete. Uh, uh, but when, when Prairie View gave me the admission, I kind of like just, my heart was really going with Prairie View. So yeah, I basically um, decided to, you know, go with Prairie View. 
Um, then also with uh, my application process. Right. Um, yeah, I still remember you. You basically helped me pay my service fee. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember going to pay for that. Where did I pay for it? Okay, I remember going to one of the small malls. Then, yeah, that's where the service fee was paid. Yeah. Um. So how did you? What was adapting like? You know, you come into a new country. This time it wasn't a visit. I know you've been here and a visit before, so this was different. You're coming to school. What were some of the adjustments you had to make, both culturally and academically? How was that like? How long did it take? Um, okay, so um, I'll start with academically first. Okay. Um, so it had been, what, how many years since the last attempt at school? Right. Uh, so it was must have been like 2015 was the last, when was the when I tried the open university thing. Okay. Uh, so it was like uh, seven years. Okay. Uh, yeah, initially it was, it wasn't easy because you know, you have to get back into school mode. Right. Um, tests, assignments, you know, you have to get back into the group. But by a lot, when, when you've gone maybe past your first midterm, you kind of like get back in the group. Okay. So yeah, it was, it was, Difficult initially at first because yeah, like going from my work environment back to school. I like learning. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily like having to prove what I've learned to test and exactly. I'm guessing those student likes now. Nobody likes exams. Yes. Getting back into into putting that school hat back on was initially difficult, but after the first uh, midterm, I, I, I think. I'd, what about what about culturally? What about things like food? Like, yeah, so culturally, um, things like food, I cook, <clears throat> right? Um, because I'm I'm a low salt um, person. So right. Like, so you have to, yeah. How much salt do you eat? How much salt? How much fat in the food and stuff? So I so, so you don't eat and in food. No, I do once in a while. I mean, it's delicious. The subways and the yeah, so the, yeah, once in a while, like I feel like exactly once in a while, I do that. Um, you know, just I'm not I'm not this extra uh, um, pristine person that you know I have to always eat healthy. I mean, no, once in a while, just okay. you know, have a taste of the burger. It's, I mean, it tastes good. <laughs> yeah. So next, next, let's talk about um, your internship. You you recently completed an internship at Microsoft yeah. for the summer. Yeah. So we're we're talking about the summer of twenty twenty three. Yeah. What were your um tactics and approaches that you used to secure uh, your internship? So this is this is vital because what I'm trying to do um with people that listen to this podcast is to give them tricks. Uh, and I'm aware that there were certain things that you did. Yeah. There were certain guidelines that I also provided. So I just wanted to walk us through uh, those tactics and approaches uh, to secure your internship. Okay, so um, for for me, um, I think for, for most people, you should have already in your mind where you would like to work. Okay. Um, it could be one company, it could be more than one company. You should have a list of where you would actually love to end up. Okay. So for you, what, what was that list like? So for me, it was pretty much Microsoft. 
it's only Microsoft and Intel. <laughs> and Intel. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was Microsoft and Intel for me. So you saying you didn't apply to other places? No, I did, but like my 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 how do I put it? My it's it's more like and they asked me where would you want to work, right? It was Microsoft or Intel. That's that yeah, and that ended up going to Microsoft. People, yeah, there are. Was there any reason? Okay, so let's let's let let let's step back. So, how many applications did you make? Yeah, so so for your internships, um, hmm, I can't count. It was quite a lot. Give us a number. <sighs> okay, so I remember I had the spreadsheets. I would have to you know track track. And the last time I, I remembered how many um, applications were on that spreadsheet, it was in excess of 60. 60? Yes. Okay. That's 60 that you kept track of? Yeah, 60 I kept track of because at some point they're pretty much, because sometimes you actually see something on your phone. Yes. And you apply from your phone. And you don't have your spreadsheet with you at that time. So yeah, some things went, didn't get anything to the spreadsheet. But things are being to spread much this year. Because I remember when I did mine um the December of twenty fifteen. Yeah. I was in excess of between two fifty to four hundred. Wow. Yes. I so I was I was just surprised. Well, sixty is what the ones in Yeah, so I I would probably say I like, pretty much probably crossed the hundred mark. Okay, so the hundred mark and this were where did you get the where did you get the the, the companies to apply to you um so it was a mix of so many things so um simple google searches can actually get you okay yeah um linkedin was very was very good okay um handshake handshake so that's the handshake is the tool that the university exactly run where the companies go on there. Yeah, senders can send you, and send you messages. You do your uh, your resume and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So um, ha um handshake um way up. Okay, way up. Yeah, I've not heard of way up. Yeah, way up is actually way up is actually good. Um, then even within um, the university, yeah. Um, the people who run career services and stuff would actually send you. Okay. Um, you know, emails with uh, job applications from time to time. Right. And job postings from time to time. Right. Um, then there are career fairs mm -hmm. within school. Okay. So uh, how many career fairs did you go to within Prairie View? So within Prairie View, I, I, I attended two. Okay. The first one in the um, spring of 2022 when I just come in just to experience to experience yeah because you know so you'd advise people to do that yes I'd advise people that even if you're not eligible for internship that summer still go to a career fair so you okay. you get the hang of knowing how to present uh, how to pitch your resume how to pitch your skills how to pitch your abilities right um, to recruiters and stuff is very important even if you don't get a rule at that point but it is um, built confidence, you know, you're, you're getting, you know, the, uh, they're learning the ropes of people, okay. um, pitching yourself, pitching your abilities to companies. So that was, um, a good place for me to start. It was through that career fair, I kind of like was able to, um, rejig my resume, okay. you know, um, because, um, school kind of like sent, sends you, 
uh, the format of resume that is, uh, you know, acceptable. Okay. Okay. The industry, you know, and okay. and the HR systems that actually process your resumes and stuff. So, you know, I had to start changing stuff about my resume, how my resume is structured. Okay. Bring everything to a single page. Okay. Make sure that important information stands out. Okay. So, yeah. So that first career fair was actually good for that. Okay. Um, then during the summer of 2022, uh, which was my first summer here, I kind of like now changed, um, jobs within school. So I started working within a development role. Okay. Luckily for me, our school is, um, is, uh, runs on Microsoft stack. Okay. So I got to sharpen up my skills with .NET, Sharp, you know, Azure. Um, so yeah, I actually was intentional about my, about my, I did something else came around that really reinforced, you got a job that allowed you to. Exactly. So, okay. So, so that's, so for, what was the interview process like for your, for your Microsoft internship? Okay. So for, um, Microsoft, how many stages did you do? What kind of questions did they ask? You don't have to be specific about the questions if you don't remember, but so first thing first, um, you, when the, the roles usually come out at end of July, ending or August. Okay. Um, it's usually I advise anyone who wants to apply for Microsoft to actually apply early. Okay. Uh, so that you get a shot at getting interviewed if you're. So this, this was this was the summer before yeah so this was the summer before so this, this was summer 2022 and that they they bring up the roles for summer of 2023 in the year just in the yeah. fall okay yeah. so so you have to give ample time okay yeah, so, time. so you applied okay go ahead so i applied um for the roles of um software engineer um in terms of engineering intern um then i got so the first stage you get is a phone screen okay um with a recruiter basically okay. the recruiter wants to know um uh, basically just wants to know about you right. about your abilities you know ask you things about your resume you know projects you've worked on it's basically trying to tie it as in matching with your resume to ensure that you know okay this person might be a good fit for um, a team at Microsoft. Okay. Now, so if you get past that stage, then you have the actual interview. Okay. So we have the interview, it's in two stages. That's for software right now. Uh, for software engineers, you have, um, the first stage is, uh, you have programming, you know, coding questions, two coding questions. Instead. What kind of coding questions did you get? Um, so using the heat code standard, yeah. you probably get a, a, a medium. Easy and a little medium. So you got an easy and a medium. Okay. Yeah. Um, then the second part is system design. System design. So how much time did you have to spend on lead code? Did you have a, a framework for you to practice lead code? Yeah. So um, I I I think I was using was it Code Signal right now. Okay. Yeah. So Code Signal has this thing where you have um, easy, medium, and hard. So when you're done with this, they move you to the next. Okay. Uh, so I was doing that. Uh, how much time did you have to invest in them? Hmm. So I I did I wouldn't I would say I actually um, was marking how much time I used. Okay. Yeah. What I did 
quite a number of questions. So, so how ballpark? How many hours did you think you put into to getting yourself up to speed with the basics and understanding what is needed for for an interview? Mm, either in terms of time or in terms of months and things like that. Yeah. So maybe I'd say for most of the summer, right? Uh, I did coaching or let's say half of the summer. Okay. I did um, coaching our questions. Um, I also had, I also thought this book, um, I think the cracking the coding interview, the interview, yeah, so I got that. Did some questions, not, I didn't do all the questions in the book though. Right. I did some of the questions. Then, um, for system design, hmm. I don't think I really practice system design because Kind of like my work um, in uh, industrial automation, right? Had a lot to do with design, design systems, you know, interfacing with systems, right? Uh, integrating different, different systems together. So yeah, I knew how to send data from one to another. Yeah, that and so that was kind of like um, what's it called? Um, getting knowledge from different um, um, past experiences kind of like helped me up to okay the system design um, question, which. Well, my favorite interview at the end of the day. Okay. So for the for the coding questions, did did, did you solve both of them? Uh, so I solved the first one. Okay. Um, but we we um, the second the second one we ran I ran out of time, so I started part of it, and the interviewer was like, "Okay, we ran out of time because we spent some time, you know, talking. He spent some time getting to know me. Okay. So, you know, while well, well, I was going through the, the second one, when I was going to go get into it, the second um, question. Right. He said, like, we're out of time and, you know, I probably had another interview or something. So he said, okay, I should explain the rest of it. Right. And since I knew what he was asking me to do, I kind of, like, explained to him, like, okay, this is what I need to do next. This is what I said, yeah, that, that's what he was actually looking for. Okay. So I got past that, and the next part was system design with an engineer manager. Okay. So that took like another hour, hour and a half of design um, a system. Okay. So, um, what, so what was your key takeaways from the internship experience, um, and how how has that helped you in your career development so far? Mm. So, um, key takeaways. One, I'd say Microsoft is a good place to work um, because I think I like the culture. Okay. And um, they're good. They're, they have this thing called the group mindset. Okay. Where <laughs> there is emphasis on your ability to learn. Oh, okay. Right. So, if you do not know something or if you do not know a tool that you've been assigned, but the emphasis is on you being able to learn that tool and okay. apply to your work. Okay. The emphasis is not, is not on, oh, you don't know this tool. Okay, so there's a problem. No. Right. There okay. comes a problem if you can't learn the tool and apply it. So there's that emphasis. So it was a good um, place. It's a good place to, if you meet new technology, you, there is your encouraged to actually learn it right. and apply it in your work. So it was um, a good um, um, intro to me into, you know, a big um, organization like that. So, you know, there were new tools I had not used before. My project was in an area that I had to also do some, uh, you know, 
uh, knowledge uh, um, governed before actually doing any writing the first line of code. Right. I probably spent like two to three weeks, you know, studying um, books, studying reading papers and stuff before right. actually going into the actual projects, you know, and writing code and all that stuff. Um, then I'd say my git skills became even better because instead, so you had to use a lot of um, uh, git commands to yeah. analyze. You had to do a lot of git fetches. And you had to do um, a lot of rebase. And yeah, well, you had a rebase hell sometime <laughs> where things don't align. But yeah, that that's that that's good. Um, so you you picked up a lot of new skills. But I wanted to ask. How important is a manager in one's internship experience? Um, so a manager is very important um, because sometimes you might actually think that you know you're on the right track and you're doing everything wonderfully well. Right. But there might be something that you're missing. And if you don't have a good manager who will tell you, okay, you might need to add this or you might need to improve on this and stuff like that. Then you might find yourself making mistakes and there really isn't anybody there to warn you. Right. Uh, Microsoft has this system where they give you a manager, where you have a manager and you also have a mentor. Okay. Um, so I had a mentor who was, you know, very good with me, you know, we talked every day. Okay. Um, even when he was not, even when he's not in the office and stuff, we're always, he's only a team's message away. Okay. You know, so it's someone who could talk to, um, if you had any questions, he was ready to answer and okay. stuff like that. So then my manager also, um, he's also available via email because he's very busy. So if you have questions, you probably should send me a team's message or you send him an email. But he always made sure that there was a one-on-one -on -one meeting just near him okay. every week. So that's, there was the one-hour meeting every week between me and him, ask any questions, discuss, tell him, tell him how, you know, how my project is going, if I have any um, issues and all that stuff. So he was pretty good at, uh, at that. So if you have a good manager, kind of like makes um, things easy. Okay. It's like you... It's something that you might have to go, um, you might spend more time trying to figure out if you have a good manager, you have a good mentor. Or you can actually cut down that time and, you know, cut down that time considerably so you're able to, you know, finish your project, get work done faster with that sort of support. All right, so this, this leads me to another question, and this is regarding networking. So how important was networking in this internship journey and in your professional journey? And do you have any tips for effective networking? Hmm. Okay, so um, for networking, um, first I'll say I did more networking um, when I got into Microsoft. Yes, well, within Microsoft. Yeah, so how, how effective is that? Because, I mean, your transition into full-time was still going to talk about that, but there must have been something you did effectively well. So how I'm saying how important is that? Yeah, so uh, it is important because one, first things first, with networking um, at an organization like that, you get to see, um, you get to hit people's different journeys to where they are. Right, okay. Uh, within Microsoft, the internship program actually has a networking program. Okay. So you are you are encouraged 
to speak to somebody every two weeks or weekly, depending on the program you're assigned to you. So okay. they're matched with somebody. Oh, okay. So it could be a senior engineer, a manager, sometimes you could actually talk to CVP. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, the whole point is, you know, you, you get to learn from the person, get to ask the person questions. Okay. Right. How did you get here? What did you do? How do you cope with work? Um, you've been here 10 years, 15 years. How is it fresh for you every day? Okay. So those questions, you kind of like get a feel of, you know, what it will be like to work in the place of Microsoft long-term. Right. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to do that. Then also, um, there's networking within fellow interns, you know, from different school or different backgrounds, uh, different interests. They might be working on different other projects that, you know, sound exciting, but you are not working with them because you have your own project. Mm -hmm. But like to learn about what they're working on, the impact and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, networking is important because it kind of like broadens your knowledge. Right. You get to learn a lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see in a, on a website or in a book. You're learning basically, you're basically learning from people's experiences in real time. So okay. it's it's a good way for you to learn, for you to like get a hang of, you know, the industry, the, your company, and your career okay. presently and you know going forward. So what challenges did you face in your journey from being a student to be a software engineer intern? You know, what was that transition like? So you're a student and then now you're a software engineer intern. So how did you how did you overcome them if they were any challenges? Mm, okay, so for me, so thankfully, that job I had starting the summer at school, where right. it was developing software for the College of Agriculture at Murray Um It kind of like, um, it was kind of like a stepping stone. Okay. So, um, you know, things like deadlines, you're expected to finish xyz by social and social um, date um you know there are features that are expected for you in the app you're building right you know there, there are technologies that you should uh you know be able to incorporate into what you're doing right so that's it was really the role the role was actually um a, a very good stepping stone to uh you know um being um, an intern at a place like Microsoft. Okay. So in terms of the technology, it was similar to what I eventually used at Microsoft. Okay. I was getting exposed to tools that, you know, like tools on Azure. Okay. Uh, also uh, some of the the other no-code, um, no-code tools like uh, Power Automate, Power Apps and all that stuff. So it was, it's kind of like it put me in that group of learning okay as i work and which is what you actually need to do when you get into a place like microsoft and learning as you work mm. so okay having to do that for eventually and um, get to microsoft was actually very helpful it kind of like made the transition smooth okay so okay that, that's helpful so your transition to full-time um how did you get the full-time? Mm. Did you have to do another set of interviews? What was that like? Mm, okay, so... Um, after um, I got into the internship program, I was given a project. Okay. Um, so when you're done, when you're done with your project, you basically do a presentation. Okay. Um, you get appraised by the manager and all that stuff. So um, normally, if... Um, 
your manager is satisfied with your work and the company is satisfied with your work, right. you have a chance of getting a role as in, um, you know, full-time. Okay. Which was what happened in my case. Okay. Um, and getting that role, uh, I didn't need to interview anymore because okay. I probably, I'd, I'd say three months into uh, internship, it's probably like a three months interview. Yeah. Because you're working on, you know, um, um, stuff that is, you know, critical and stuff to the operations and stuff. So, okay. um, I didn't get it. An interview after I just, you know, basically got, um, a return official. Yeah, a return offer. Uh, so notification on offer, then an offer letter, and you know. So, based on your experience, what advice would you give intended international students aiming to be successful in the U.S.? Hmm. Okay. So, first, first things first. Um, you have to come here knowing exactly what you want to do. Okay. Um. How do you mean? So I'd say if your intention is to come here to say study to be to work in technology right. or to work in healthcare or wherever it is you want to work. Yes. You should have a clear vision of exactly what you want to do. Okay. Um that's first things first. Okay. Um then when you get over here, um you also have to put in the work. So if you have any deficiencies, okay. If there are things that you need to learn, then of course you basically have to put in the work. Okay. You know, and learn them because over here, knowledge is I'll say everything because um you 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 stand out by what you know. So um if there is there's there's anything that you know in your chosen field that you know you're lacking in, like uh, for instance, if you say you want to be a data engineer, but you know, your SQL isn't so good. Right. That's not why you basically have to work because you can't do data engineering without Yeah. So if you have, um, knowing what you want to do, knowing what is required of you, the skill sets and upskilling to that level. Right. Is very important. That's one. And two, I'll say when you come here as an international student, there are conditions, um, tied to your visa. Right. So if you're supposed to work 20 hours a week, work 20 hours a week. Okay. Um, if you're not supposed to work outside school, please don't work outside school. Okay. Um, um, make sure you, you know, keep the laws. Right. Um, don't drive without a license. Okay. Um, always make sure your, if there's any documentation required of you by your DSO, um, like they, you need to travel, okay. your items needs to be signed, you need to take a mission, all that stuff. Make sure that you know you are up to date with all your documentation. Um, Stunning hard, right? Um, then for the internships, the, the, if you need to practice, uh, you know, questions for interviews and all that stuff. Um, try and do it. Um, very important. Make sure your resume is, you know. Uh, of the desired format, uh, yeah, and basically just play by the rules. If you basically play by the rules and you put in the hard work, nine out of ten times you would actually, you know. Okay. Did Did you go for any conferences by any chance? Um, yeah, yeah. Did if you can call Netbeer conference. It is a conference. Yeah. So, 
Net, yeah, I went for Nesby, but I, funny thing is, I went for Nesby after I got to the Microsoft offer. So you got the uh, Microsoft offer where you went for Nesby for the experience. Yeah, for the experience. So yeah, so network. I talked to the other company. companies. Um, yeah, I wasn't looking for a role, but I was had the CV, right? But I was just speaking, it was the thing. Yeah, it was fun to like talk to you. Yeah, you are not under pressure. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, that's new, like that for me. Um, I even went, I also went for Afrotech. Okay. Um, last year. After I got in full-time full role, okay, but it's same thing, same just to experience after the brand up into Afrotech. Okay. Yeah, so it's, but for people who are looking to get, I mean, you know, a full-time offer or an internship offer, those conferences are pretty good places because, you know, recruiters show up right. and pitch your case and all that stuff. But it is also good for the networking part. So you get to know other people, you get to know what they do at their companies. Right. Uh, what their work entails, what it's like working at other places. Yeah, it's good knowledge to have. So it's not only about, you know, getting jobs and stuff. You get to meet okay. um, other people. So the mental statement. So what are your future career goals? Mm, my future career goals? Then how do we acquire and achieve in that? Okay, so... Uh, I, I hope to make probably engineering manager. Ah, yes. Is that cool? Manager, okay. Yes, it's interesting. <laughs> um, God willing, within the next decade, <laughs> within, the, within this de decade rather, I think that's I think that's too much time. I think you can do it in five years. Okay, three three years because engineering in different tracks. So there's the IC track, which is probably what you are, individual contributor. Yeah, and then there's the management track. So. You can always ask to become, you know, uh, so when you say engineering manager, not technical program manager, but an actual engineer. Yeah, so they really have the tracks. They will tell you, okay, fine. You can say, I want to be on the management track. <clears throat> and that typically is a different package. Uh, they usually pay managers more stock options, more RSUs than I see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh yeah well that, that's that's a good ambition. There's nothing wrong. You can do it in less than ten. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. You don't need to do it in ten years. Ten years is in ten years. You should be retiring. <laughs> so I, I don't think you'd want to. But but reflecting on your entire journey so far, how do you feel about the decision to leap to the US? And what does this experience mean to you? Now I'm an integral part of this journey, so I want to hear how exactly I have helped you. Okay. <laughs> now I'm being selfish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned before, um, choice of school, um, choice of schools, uh, helping me with doing the application process, you know, um, I think, I think I did, I was supposed to come in the fall of 2021. Right. But for some reason, I couldn't get a date. Uh, no, I, was, I couldn't get a date early enough. The consulate in Lagos couldn't give me an interview, uh, in, you know, early enough. And I was kind of like losing over. I was like, Ugh. and I remember you called me and like, if uh, Lagos doesn't, you know, give you uh, an interview date, apply to Abuja. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I did, and it actually worked out. Wow, see, see, so I'm an integral part of this. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, then, um, 
So how do you feel about the decision? So yeah, it, um, the decision. Yeah, I kind of sometimes I kind of like wish I'd come maybe a few years earlier. Everyone says the same thing. Well, I wish I came ten years ago. <laughs> I wish I did this earlier. I yeah. tell everyone just do it. Yeah, but better late than never. Okay, um, that's true. Um, I'll say it's a it has been a better learning experience. The exposure has been good. Then you know. Getting working from working in a small business in Nigeria to ending up in a place like Microsoft, it was it's a life changing experience. It's like an eye opening experience. You get to see yeah things work at a large scale. You know, it's, it's a, uh, even before the session, I always wondered what it would be like. You know, being a call and you call them, you know, and yeah, you worked it up. You worked it on 2.7 trillion dollar. Yeah, so you know. So, yeah, that must feel very difficult. It was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a very, I would you know, experience. It was very educating, you know, it was, yeah, it was overwhelming at first, uh, but yeah, the eventually you grow into, you grow into, you grow and stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to starting up full time. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good um, decision for me, okay. personally. Um, I would say in the last two years, I've learned a lot. Um, and all it took was two years to learn this much. Yeah. Yeah. So that will remind you what the next two years will look like. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, it was a good decision. And yeah, com comparing, you know, where I am right now to where I was two years ago, we're going to say I'm in a much better place than okay. I was two years ago. Well, thank you very much. I hope this has been fun for you and it has been for me. And uh, yeah, I wish you the very best. Thank you very much. All right. Thank well, you for having me. Yep. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Leaper Chakma. I hope it brought you valuable insights and stories that resonate with your journey. If you have any thoughts to share, questions, or want to send a voice note with your feedback, please visit our website at leapwithjackpot.io. You will find a contact from there. I would love to hear from you and feature your voice in a future episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, some of which are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Player FM. Your subscriptions and reviews help us grow and reach more listeners and I truly appreciate each one of them. Also, check out our merch store on deepwithjackma.io website for some cool t-shirts and hoodies. Perfect show for showing your support for the show. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll dive even deeper into the experiences and challenges of international education and careers. Until then, keep leaping forward and thanks again for being part of the Leap with Jackma community.